You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly and bravely take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, and I teach entrepreneurs and dream chasers to take action on the dream God put on their hearts. I empower go-getters to get past their stubborn insecurities so they can crush their goals, outgrow their fears, and create prosperity in their businesses and lives. It's time to rise and shine. Let's dive deep. You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, episode number 345. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, your confidence coach. And man, I'm just... I'm excited we're hanging out today. You know, I know that often when listeners find the show, they message me and they're like, Trish, I've just listened to you every day, twice a day, until I got up through every show you've 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 recorded. And so maybe that's you right now. I need you to know, heart to heart, I love you. I am excited to have, honestly, the privilege to serve you, to be in your life, to get to share some of what God has shared with me and put in my heart and taught me as I've grown and my, my thought life and my and my health and my wellness and in my really learning how to take control over my thoughts so I can step into confidently and courageously pursuing my calling because I was stuck for way too many years. I lived in the shadow of shame, the cycle of self-sabotage, under the weight of perfectionism, under the pressure of constantly feel like I had to perform, perform, perform for worth to be good enough. I had this constant anxiety and overwhelm. And on the outside, no one knew because I looked like I had it all together. And if I could do anything to help others step into freedom in the way I have, man, it's a privilege. That is my honor to get to be a voice of positivity and encouragement and truth in your life. So welcome to the show if you've never listened or if you're currently mid-binge, I'm right there popping some popcorn alongside you. So happy that I get to be part of your life. This is a fantastic episode on the concept of how to stop being so self-critical. If you have any um, thing you want to reference, you might be driving the car or running on the treadmill right now and want to take notes, you all, I keep show notes for you. That's what I'm here for. So make sure you hit up my website, trishblackwell.com forward slash 345, and you'll always get the show notes to what we talk about in each episode. And you may not know this, but I have a about 30 unlisted podcast episodes deep on my podcast um, tab in my website. So if that's not an incentive, I don't know what is. But you can get a feel of what my, these were my original first 32 episodes. You'll hopefully see and hear how I've grown and but still get some deep benefit and mindset growth from it. So here's the deal. Beating yourself up and being self-critical is the most surefire way to ensure that you stay stuck in whatever it is that's frustrating you about yourself or about your life. So in this episode of the Confidence Podcast, we're talking about why we've convinced ourselves that beating ourselves up is effective motivation for change when it's not, why beating ourselves up doesn't work, and what it really is doing to you, and then also how to stop the crazy cycle of pressure and self-beratement so that you can actually create change in your life. Before we dive in, I'd like to remind you that I am so proud. My The thing I'm most proud of, aside from the college confidence, which we have just, y'all, taken to the 10th X, like, potential, like, crazy good. The amount of the amount of love and coaching and support that's going into that, I am, my, my goal for members of the college confidence is that they, they get a, a 10X return on their investment, that 
when you when they pay their monthly membership that they're thinking my gosh she should be charging me 10 times more than she does and so that is what i'm extremely proud of i love the college confidence if you want to find out more about the the coc go to collegeofconfidence.com but the other thing i'm super stoked about is my free masterclass i've poured my heart into soul into the content that i'm going to teach you i have seats available today and tomorrow i'd love for you to jump in and grab yourself reserve yourself a free spot in class it's trishblackwell.com forward slash webinar when you register, I'm going to send you a free workbook that goes along with the masterclass. You guys, it's a power packed punch to help you get to your next breakthrough, to help you really learn my framework, my three part formula for how to have more confidence. There are three simple things that I, it is imperative for you to know. I'm going to break them down to you in class, walk you through them and set you on your way. Again, it's free. Get your spot at trishblackwell.com forward slash webinar. Our review of the week is from Maria Bradley. She said, it's about time. And she wrote five stars. Trish, it's about time I take a moment and say thank you and just write a dang review. I am so grateful I found your podcast. After listening for a while, I finally became a member of the College of Confidence. I love having your happy voice at the touch of a button. It's like having a little bit of sunshine in my pocket. The things I love about the podcast, podcast, a positive, encouraging, inspiring life-changing. Seriously, thank you. And Maria, seriously, thank you. Thank you for being a podcast listener. Thank you for being a member of the COC. Thank you for also, you don't know this, but one of my very first um, ideas when I was, I started my business, I was creating some apps. By the way, I am was creating is very loose terminology. I had a friend I was paying to create the tech end of the apps for me. So let's be clear, you guys do what you do best and outsource the rest. But I had this idea of that, gosh, if I can create apps, I can be sunshine in people's pockets, right? I would love to be this voice of like, we, we, we all know what it's like to have that friend where you're like, gosh, if I could just see that friend today, I'm going to, I'll be encouraged. I need that turnaround. And so for the privilege to get to be that to other people, that was always my dream. And, and it's because I have walked some really dark years. I've had moments where I felt absolutely hopeless and helpless and far from God, and far from hope, and just wanting to hide myself from the world. And so I remember very distinctly how those people who were sunshines in my light, and my life at that time, how they truly, truly, truly turned my life around. And I am here today, because of the influence of others. And so to get to hear that you said that that's how it feels, girl, you made me leave. I'm living my dream. I'm living my dream. So thank you for writing that review. If you haven't yet written a review, I'm going to say what Maria said. It's about time. Come on, step up. Let's help share the show to other people. We're about to break that 700 um, review mark. And honestly, what this is, this isn't one, it's yes, of course, it's positive affirmation for me. And it does keep me going to provide this free content for you. But two, I am here to serve others. And the more you guys share the show, the more you write reviews, the more you make sure you hit subscribe and we, and, and the algorithms of, of, of all the podcast apps see that this show matters, they're going to recommend it to more people. And those people are going to serendipitously, serendipitously stumble upon maybe the answer to their prayers of what they've been looking for.
Okay, so let's get to the nitty gritty here. Why the heck do we think that beating ourselves up is effective? And I got to tell you from my personal experience and that of the, 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 the people that I have worked through over the past decade, it is, a, it is a reflection of a perfectionistic mindset, which is one of the toxic side effects of believing that our worth is based off our performance. And if you haven't yet listened to our episode on perfect, perfectionism that I recently dropped um, a few weeks ago, it has been a hit with y'all. I keep getting feedback on it. So if you haven't, I want you to go back and listen to episode 335, why perfectionism prevents you from being confident. You can get that um, just by scrolling through whatever podcast app you prefer, or go directly to my website, trishblackwell.com forward slash 335. And I tried to motivate myself for years by being a bully. Like, because it's so funny. I'd look around. I'm like, I prided myself on being the nicest person around. I was the nicest girl on the playground, the nicest kid in class. I led Bible studies. I did, you know, I was the good girl. Like I did all the nice things. But during that whole time, the person I wasn't nice to was myself. And I'll tell you what, when you are incongruent internally and externally, there is the, there is strife that happens. And that causes a problem. And so what I realized is it took me a long time to realize that maybe one of the reasons I wasn't getting the breakthrough in my life that I wanted, that I wasn't feeling the joy that I felt like God has made avail- had made available to me, that I wasn't feeling um, myself and I kept feeling myself st- step back into self-sabotage and I thought well I just need to do better and be better and be more disciplined and you know I'm so good at all these other things why can't I just do a b and c right like if I do that then I'll be better and you guys it it was so funny I mean for years I truly lived the definition of crazy because we crazy is when you do the same thing over and over expecting different results and so I kept doing this over and over expecting different results, beating myself up more and more and more as I went, being more and more and more and more and more and more disappointed in myself each time I didn't measure meet the measuring mark. And so what I came to realize is one, my motivation was wrong and two, I was measuring the wrong things. I was measuring what was external versus what is internal. My measurement by looking outward instead of looking inward will always end in destruction. And honestly, I was measuring this, this, okay, well, I'm going to motivate myself by, and, and I'm measuring my success by how good I do versus how I feel. You know, it was this lack of belief and self-trust. I honestly, I had struggled so much with binge eating and, and inconsistency and, uh, feeling confident and feeling like terribly insecure, like I wanted to run away from the world. I felt so incongruent, as we mentioned, that I didn't actually have a well-established sense of self-trust. So in order for me to really have breakthrough, I had to reestablish my sense of self-trust. Well, to do that, I had to learn to be in relationship with myself because I trust my husband because we have a relationship, because we communicate, because we lo- we've learned about one another, because we work with one another, we work through conflict with one another. The same thing you can do for yourself. But I, until I had self-trust, I didn't, I didn't actually believe in my ability to show up. I remember distinctly being afraid to be in a kitchen to cook because I didn't know if I would snargle down everything or just not eat for three days. I would either be on a, on a, a bender of food or I just would be restrictive and not do anything at all. Or I'd eat and then I'd punish, punish myself for three hours to compensate for the, for the five cookies I ate, right? I was, everything was a calculation. Everything was about punishment and consequences. And you guys, and I, I got to tell you, like I was smarter to, than the cycle. Like I knew what I was doing yet. I couldn't break the mold. I couldn't break the behavior because I was working on behavior modification, not 
not heart transformation. And so I was when I doubt when you doubt your ability to show up to follow through, or that your efforts can be that you can stay consistent, I felt so daunted by like the how far I knew I needed to go. And I got so overwhelmed by looking too far ahead that I lost my ability to be in the present. And so because I wasn't capable of staying in the present, I thought, well, here's how I'm going to stay disciplined. I'm just going to keep being mean to myself. Because we, of course, we never say I'm being mean to myself. We say, I'm just a little, I'm just tough on myself. I've got high standards, you know. Oh, no, no, no. I just beat myself up. It's just one of those things. If you've ever like written yourself off, oh, I'm just like this, then you are perpetuating the cycle yourself. And even worse, it's like you're on the playground with a bully, watching the bully be a bully, and then you're encouraging it. Like, well, you just are that way. So when we won't tolerate bullies in real life, yet we encourage it within ourselves, we've got a problem. And so I hope that that challenges you to realize that it's not an effective way of measurement because the more pressure you put on yourself, the more you're going to break, the more you're going to feel panicked and stress. And stress is one of the most dangerous things that you can feel that cause you to feel insecure and cause you to, to work on focus on performance versus process. This whole this whole personal development, this whole stepping into God's calling for you. You guys, it's a journey. It's a process. It's not the destination. It's not about perfection. And so we can look at that we don't have to be so focused on did we do it right or not versus the way to step out of this and to stop beating yourself up is to say, did I learn something? Am I growing? Am I paying attention to the the things I can learn here? And you know, in self-criticism, self-criticism doesn't work because the more pressure we put on ourselves, the more poorly we typically do. And honestly, if you watch somebody who stresses about a test, the same person who, if you put pressure on the test, they're in a panic and they don't do well. And you take that same test without pressure and they ace it. I know for, for myself, athletically, I struggled in the end of my swimming career because I put so much pressure on it. And I put so much pressure on my performance because everything, my worth, my identity, my scholarship, everything was tied up in my performance. And so the more I cared about a race, the worse I did. It was this like conundrum. I was like, okay, so all I need to do is I care so much and, and that's the problem. So I got to stop trying to try so hard. Like it can make you feel like you're, you're going down this cyclone of crazy, but there's this so how do you step out of that? It's this step into freedom. You step in to say, what I'm doing now is not working for me. Because what it's really doing to you, it's, 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 it's putting super glue on your feet and saying, go ahead, run. And being like, oh, you're stuck? Come on, do better. You were literally super glued to the floor. And so I want you to step into this concept of living without pressure. One of the mantras I work with um, are some of our members in the College of Confidence is uh, to choose peace not pressure. And that's something I say to myself daily as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as somebody who's really balancing a lot and juggling a lot is I, um, I'm a high achiever. I like to get a lot done. And so sometimes it's hard for me to shut off or compartmentalize and say, I'm fully present with my kids now, even though I'm getting pinged from a million directions with things about my business or coaching or people who want help. I'm like, no, you know, I choose peace, not pressure. And peace right now means, um, a shortened workout and then play time outside with my kids. Like choosing those things and versus putting pressure on myself to just, I'll just skip an hour of sleep tonight and just do it all. That's not, I don't want to live that way anymore because it doesn't work. And the art of freedom is to live without being restrained. And you guys, pre, for, and, and, and without your feet super glued to the floor. 
And what pressure, putting pressure and self-criticism and bullying ourselves and beating ourselves up as punishment, as, as punishment. So like we think, well, I'm going to beat myself up and be mad at myself so much that I'm going to, I'm going to learn better. I'm not going to do it again. That it, it actually, that's actually what's chaining us. Because then I used to get so mad at myself when I, I, I hope that I don't alarm you when I say this, but I, I, one, the, the way I treated myself was, um, I was never a cutter, but I, I self-harm. The, the destruction that I did through food and um, anything I was eating or drinking, and then through through purging and binging and, and hurtful amounts of exercise where injuries were um, a byproduct, but also to the, sometimes I would just um, want to punch myself, right? And I would, I would get so angry that I would, I would just need to, to kind of you know throw pillows and it was this self-harming mentality of I needed to punish myself so I would feel the pain enough to try to motivate me to stop being that way the next day and I kept trying to fix the behavior versus fixing my thoughts and my thoughts needed to be the thoughts of more kindness and compassion and patience and a focus on growth not on destination not on gosh I should I know better I should be doing better versus hey you know I'm doing better than I did yesterday good for me like total shift in, pers- in perspective you know I used to pressure myself so much to stop overeating and binge eating and the self-hatred I had but changing my body was the mean push I thought that I needed to actually change I was afraid to let this go because I thought well if I stop pushing myself so hard myself so hard then I'm gonna be so lazy and the harder I pushed the meaner I was the worse I felt and the more that pendulum of behavior ended up swinging and so I actually took, it took a therapist to work with me to say, Trish, it's not in your blood to be lazy. You don't have to worry about that. But you do need to worry about, about how mean you are to yourself. You do need to worry about the fact that this is not effective motivation or a healthy or sustainable way to live. The, the guilt, the pressure, the shame, it doesn't work. Step into grace. Step into what you proclaim to believe with, with your spiritual life and actually start to believe it and live it. And so I wanted to give you guys four ways that I've done and that I continue to do and that I do with my clients to stop beating yourself up. Because then again, this is a huge concept. This is take this took me five to six years of really intentional work. And I, I'm convinced it took me longer than it needed to. I'm convinced you can do it faster. Um, I'm hoping that you learn from my mistakes and realize that it's you don't have to keep doing better. You don't have to be better. You don't have to, it's it's not about what you can do. It's about what God can enable you to do. It's also about, it's this contrary unlearning that we have to do, contradictory unlearning. We have to unlearn what we've first learned so that we can learn how to live the right way, the good way, a freeing way. So how do we stop beating ourselves up and how to use the strategy of being nice to yourself as a way to activate change? So the first thing I want you to say, like really the true affirmation I want you to walk away with today, if, you, if you're somebody who struggles with being a little too self-critical or hard on yourself, is I want your affirmation to be, I'm, I'm nice to myself. Because 10 years ago, I would have never been able to say, my name's Trish Blackwell and I'm nice to myself. I would have been able to say, my name's Trish Blackwell and I'm nice to everyone. But me. I want to be Trish Blackwell and I'm nice to myself because when I'm nice to myself, it's not selfish. It's taking care of one of God's creations. It's being nice to myself. It's honoring my body. It's honoring the gifts of life. It's honoring where I'm at in my journey. It's honoring the fact that I'm a human and I'm flawed and I'm sinful and I make mistakes and I'm in learning and I'm in a transformation and that I get 
to be covered by grace. I get forgiveness. I get to make mistakes and learn from them that I'm not, it's not this like one and done. I'm not defined by my performance. I'm, I am not who I am because of what I do, because of how much I weigh, because of how much money I make, because of how many people like a post on social media or not. I am valued because I'm a child of God. I am valued because of who I am. And so to be able to say, my name is Trish Blackwell and I'm nice to myself. That's a really, that was one of the first game-changing shifts for me to step into a place of freedom with this concept. So I invite you to say the same. Take a piece of paper out today, later today when you're done listening to the episode. Or if you want, I'd love to hear, see you on, on Instagram. Send me, a, send me a, add me to your story and just say, my name is, you fill in your name and I'm nice to myself. Tag me, tag the Confidence Podcast. And, and it, it will, it, it's going to feel weird, but it's time to stop letting the bully rule the roost. So here are your four ways. Be radical. Dare to try something different. So I want you to, first and foremost, admit that what you're doing isn't working. I had to get to that point in my life with this of, wow, like I'm afraid to change, but I'm afraid not to change because either way I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'd rather take the risk of doing something radical, like being nice to myself like slowing down, like taking a full day off from exercise, like taking, like not checking my email at night, like, like setting boundaries of health and balance and peace and basically peace, not pressure in my life that not everything has to be about work or doing or performance or earning or choosing the right amount of macronutrients that felt radical for me to step out of that and just go, what if I could just say I'm good? I'm doing great. What if I chose to recognize that I'm doing better than I think I am? What if I started giving thanks for my breakthroughs and my praise and, and, and things that I'm having praise in my heart all the time, being thankful for the setbacks as, and looking at not them as setbacks, but as opportunities, as set ups. It was daring. It felt scary, but it's transformational. If you want radical changes, you got to be ready to be radical, right? So that's the first step. Step number two, look for modules to emulate. I want you to be example, inspired. Success leaves clues. Happiness leaves a trail. So look at that around you. Look at people, whether you're looking at uh, myself or someone else like me, who has struggled with some of the things that you yourself might be walking through right now, but who said, you know, hey, I get it. And I want to invite you to a new way. I want to invite you to a way that has been more life-giving to me, more freeing. And I've found for me when I've... Um, my other things that I was doing, the pressure was just clogging my mind. It was help. It was driving me into a scarcity mindset of scarcity of time, scarcity of resources, and really putting me into a fear place. And as somebody who is really filled when I have time to invest in my spiritual relationship, right? When I get to spend time with God, faith is love, right? Love and faith and the things of goodness and light, things that bring us to a place of confidence. All of those things were getting pushed out when I was focused on performance, because when I was focused on performance, when I was beating myself up, it was all fear-based. And where there is fear, there cannot be faith. Where there is fear, there cannot be fullness. And so um, I had to look for 
okay, well, who do I see that's doing this? And I'll tell you, I looked for examples in business entrepreneurs who had um, million dollar businesses who worked three or four days a week versus the 80 hours a week. I was looking at parents who were doing different things and had this really beautiful relationship and balance. I want you to look everywhere and find the right things to to emulate and um, get a coach. I mean, it makes a huge difference. That's why my model of coaching in the college confidence is so effective because we, 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 we work on this together and when i create a safe space for you to start sharing your wins we call them champagne moments so you so you dare to be radical and say hey i give myself hey i'm, I'm giving myself a pat on the back today for this breakthrough and sometimes a breakthrough is a, is a physical act of change a habit change and sometimes it's a mental shift to say hey you guys i typically would have beat myself up about this but i choose to let it go today i'm still proud of myself like right that's a win that's a champagne moment that's worthy of being celebrated the third, so first thing is to be radical, dare to try something different. The second thing is to look for modules, modules, models to um, emulate. And then the third thing is to desire congruency. Because you guys, we said this earlier in the show today, but you're really not actually a nice person. If you're not first nice to yourself, you've got to be nice to yourself in order to be um, a nice person in general. So that is this, there's this, this deep desire that we have to be consistent and congruent. And you can start, it, it, it doesn't fly anymore. The excuse to say, well, I'm, I'm not critical of other people, just myself. I'm going to call baloney on that. Like you, you, you can't, how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so it's unrealistic to think that you are nice to, to other people and genuine to other people, but you're just hard on yourself. You've got different standards for yourself. That's a that's a manufactured lie that the world has told us that justifies perfectionism and allows us to stay in a toxic state of stagnancy that is keeping you and your gifts from shining in this world. And so desire to be congruent. So even, and I share this as a step because sometimes I sometimes I don't want to do the, the things that I need to do for myself, but what I do have a deep desire for, because I've felt the flow of the benefit of this, is I desire congruency. I want to be a person of my word. I want to be a person who does what they say they're going to do. And that means to others and also to myself. I want to keep my promises to myself in the same way I would want to keep my promises to others, that, that my integrity is dependent on that. And so if you think about that for yourself, it gets me to show up and say, I'm taking the day off today. It gets me to show up for myself in ways that sometimes aren't comfortable. It gets me to forgive myself and let go of things that I might have previously beaten myself up for or said, come on, Trish. Like, y'all, I used to, the things I would say to myself, right, like are not appropriate to even be heard on this podcast show because we keep things PG. But yeah, that if I'm going to be congruent, I can't speak to myself that way because I would never speak to anyone else that way. If I want to be a person who walks in love and is, and is a reflection, a mirror of God's love, then I can't just do that for everybody else but myself. I can't let his love apply to everyone but me, but I'm the, I'm the black sheep exception. So that concept, that coming looking at it from that angle really motivates me to say, okay, Trish, like show up and accept the grace that you've been given. And then number four, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because here's the thing, y'all, it's going to feel weird no matter what. It's like when you step into this, in this you're basically stepping into peace, not pressure. You're stepping into kindness, not criticism. And it's going to feel weird. You're going to look around and be like, is it this easy? Like, is it okay that I feel this chill? Is it okay? And like, you see that everyone else is going to be hustling around you and you feel like you're doing something wrong. Like it shouldn't have been this easy or this obvious. And I want to say, welcome. It is step into it, accept it and embrace it. 
because it's going to be uncomfortable no matter what. Either you're going to stay uncomfortable uh, beating yourself up and being disappointed all the time and constantly doing that cycle of shame and self-sabotage, shame, pressure, self-sabotage, disappointment, um, you know, on and off the wagon, that kind of thing. Or, and that's uncomfortable because you constantly feel like you're failing. Or you can step into this and go, well, it feels weird. Why don't I give this a try? Wow, it feels so, I, oh my, huh. I can walk in peace. I can spend time with God. I can journal. I don't have to be rushed. I'm not worried about performance. Anyway. Like, it's going to feel very uncomfortable, but it's a good uncomfortable. So it's going to be uncomfortable. Might as well do the one that leads in the, in the right direction that you want to go. So guys, I hope that was helpful. I would love to help you go deeper in this. We go deep in the College of Confidence on a lot of these concepts. You might not know this, but the College of Confidence, every month you get a course of the month, which comes with a full, usually 10 to 15 page workbook. And I mean, just with work, like it's, I'm, it is good. A workbook that goes along with it, plus live group coaching. Um, plus we've got journaling prompts and challenges and mindset um, affirmations that are, are done throughout the month. And we have a 24 seven forum where there are three of us, myself included, and moderate that and make sure that any question, any scenario that you've got on your heart or life, that it, in a safe and, 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 and private way, you can share it within the group and get my, that my personal coaching, insight, feedback, encouragement, pep talk, whatever it is you need, whether it's for your personal life, for your internal mindset, for the, for something to do with your letting go of perfectionism, the mindset around not beating yourself up or your relationships, or even if you're an entrepreneur, your business, it is, we cover everything that has to deal with confidence and you stepping into the most confident, courageous version of you. So if you, if this resonates with you today, I want you to know I'm cheering you on. So if you've been thinking about taking this confidence thing, personal development thing to the next level, I want to personally invite you to join us in the College of Confidence. Just go to collegeconfidence.com. It takes about two minutes to get started. More than that, memberships cancel at any time. So you can come for a month or you can stay for years. It's like the Netflix of life coaching, all at the affordable monthly cost of 57 dollars a month and i'm so confident in this life-changing mindset transforming power of the what we call the coc that i offer a 30-day money-back guarantee so aren't you just even curious if you are come check us out you got nothing to lose so why don't you come give us a try collegeconfidence.com and i truly i want you to know you're not a number you are personally known in that group not just by the group but by me i don't want to personally cheer you on so i will see you there now our listener of the episode is from Susie and she replied to an email. So if you're not on my email list, get get on my email list. What you can do is just um, uh, go to my website. There's an opt-in. You'll get one of my freebies, um, which is either going to be access to my masterclass or if you go to trishblackwell.com forward slash free book, that is a free 52 day book on how to be, feel better in your skin. So if you struggle with beating yourself up about how you look or feel in your skin, if that self-sabotage and that, that bully mindset has anything to do with, with, with your beauty or how you look, then you need your hands on this book. It's 52 days to loving yourself from the inside out. Go to trishblackwell.com forward slash free book. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes, but you got, listen, you're going to want, you want, you want emails. I send you an email a week because we all need some sunshine in our inbox. Here's what Susie said. Excellent email, my soul sister. You are good at doing hard things. Ha, <laughs> ain't that the truth? But the immediate question that drew up was, but am I, am I good at allowing things to be easy? This is why I picked our listener episode because it goes into number four of what we were saying. It's, it's going to feel easier. 
Are you going to give yourself permission to allow things to be easier than you've made them out to be? Life in balance, I've proven over and over again that I'm terrific at doing hard things, but I'm not so great at not doing. We are human beings, not human doings. I have to keep reminding myself of that. Thank you for this email and everything else that you offer the world. Sparkle on, soul sister. Love, Susie. And Susie, I'm sending you all the love. And I also, you know, I love this. We become better and better at doing things that we're not good at, like being present, like being still, like resting in the easy and trusting that that's enough by just practicing it over and over. So let's extend some grace and let's dive in and keep trying, keep working at it. If you guys haven't yet watched my most recent, one of my, one of my most recent um, YouTube episodes, I want you to go check it out. My YouTube channel is trishblackwell.com forward slash YouTube. Again, that's trishblackwell.com forward slash YouTube. And in, there's a there's a, a about a 10 minute video, uh, might be nine minutes on three ways to be more present. That really goes hand in hand with what we talked about today and what Susie referenced of how do we actually practice being present. So you'll see that right when you go to the YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe and um, leave a comment on YouTube. So I know that you're hanging out with me there too. Just say, hey, I'm also a podcast listener and I've come on over here. So go to trishblackwell.com forward slash YouTube. And you guys, let's practice hard things. And sometimes one of the hard things, sometimes the hard things are the easy things, the simple things. They, they may be simple, but they're not necessarily easy. So as you take on that mindset that I'm good at doing hard things, you're also good at learning how to slow down. So sometimes when I'm working on something, I'm maybe I'm not good at being patient yet or really good at slowing down or being present. But in that process of learning that, I change the, the language when I say, I am good at learning to slow down. That doesn't mean I've mastered slowing down, but I am getting good at learning how to do it. I'm getting good at seeing progress in slowing down. So let's give ourselves credit where credit's due and for the effort that we're putting forth and knowing that, the, our, that our, our little efforts and our habits will create a habit harvest that is greater than what we sow. And that's the beauty of habits. Next week's episode is on habits. So you definitely want to make sure you hit subscribe. Don't miss that episode. If today's podcast resonated with you, I want to hear about it. Hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. Instagram, it's Trish underscore Blackwell. Facebook, it's Trish Blackwell Coaching. I can't wait to connect with you to see you there. You guys, you are, you just Pardon my family. I want you to know I am cheering you on heart and soul. I'm that crazy fan, that crazy friend of yours who's like waving their hands in the fan in the bandstands who clearly has drank too much caffeine, but like is is diehard is going to make you laugh until like laugh because I'm so ridiculous until you finally believe in yourself because it is I see it in you. I know it's there. And sometimes, really, we just have to get it out of our own way. So hopefully, this helps you get out of your own way today so you can go show up in this world in a way that matters so you can be the you that God created you to be. So go out there today. Go be more of who you are. Be you. Be free. Thanks for listening. You can get more confidence resources at trishblackwell.com. If you love the show, let me know. Write a review on iTunes or send me an email at trish at trishblackwell.com. Take your confidence to a new level by downloading my free daily guide to confidence, The Confidence Roadmap. You can grab your free roadmap at trishblackwell.com forward slash roadmap. And you know what? I'm thankful for you. Yes, you. So thanks for being you. Now go share the best of you with the world.